Good afternoon and welcome to the 330 Sports Show. My name is Justin Coffin. Today is Thursday, September 28th, 2023. Joining me in the studio today, we got uh, two of the uh, the big guys from YSU. We got uh, two offensive linemen. We have uh, Aiden Parker and we have RJ Johnson. So uh, Aiden, RJ, thank you guys for coming in. Thank, yeah, you, for thank you for having us. So obviously you guys got a big game coming up this weekend. Um, first of all, thoughts on Northern Iowa and, and the challenge they present. They're tough. Yeah. They are tough. Like, and especially being in the uni dome. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. It's a tough opponent to beat. That's, that's a, a place where traditionally YSU has had trouble. I remember way back in the Jim Trestle era, mm-hmm. um, YSU going in there and getting a playoff win. And that was a huge win. Right. So how, what are you guys looking forward to in that challenge this weekend? Uh, I think, you know, being traditionally, we don't do there. It's a big challenge. You know, if we're able to go in there and take care of business, like it's going to be a huge momentum shift mm-hmm. for our team. And we have a really good team. And, you know, we've kind of known when the schedule came out, it's been circled like this is mm-hmm. going to be a test. They're a really good team. And, you know, we go in there, take care of business. It's a big shift forward and momentum for us. No doubt. No doubt. Um, so, you know, this kicks off the conference play for you guys. You guys got, um, you know, Valpo and obviously the Buckeyes. Right. Um, and um, I, I'm escaping me. Robert, Robert Morris. Morris. Robert Morris uh, in your last game. So two and one heading in conference play. I think, you know, I've seen you guys ranked in power polls and stuff. Um, you're obviously in the top 25, but I've seen you guys ranked as high as number 14 already. Uh, so, you know, by some people's uh, predictions. So, you know, you get those wins, they you keep climbing up that ladder. A lot of people thinking highly of the Penguins this year. Yeah. So um, I want to get to know you guys a little bit. I want people out there to get to know you guys a little bit. We were talking before a little bit. You guys are wearing helmets. You're on the offensive line. Right. A lot of people know the quarterbacks and the wide receivers and the running backs because, you know, their name gets called right. a lot. You know, like, you know, quarterbacks throwing to the wide receiver, the running backs getting in the end zone, whatever it might be. Those guys' names, Dre, whoever it might be, their names are getting called a lot. You guys do a lot of the dirty work and not necessarily get credited, at least with huge fan support. So, and I'm seeing you're both wearing your quarterback's uh, shirt right there. So uh, shout out to Mitch there. But, uh, uh, you know, and go ahead and tell me about the necklaces too, like real quick. We, uh, he told us, told me, uh, or right before the Robert Morris game on Thursday, said gather us up, went into uh, O-line room, and he gave us a little speech and had chains with our number on it for uh, all 15 of the older guys. So That's awesome. Yeah, That's really, awesome. Really nice gesture. Well, you guys take care of him, oh, yeah. and then in turn, he takes care of you. Yeah. So uh, great gesture by him, but you guys always you keep him off his back. So uh, yeah. so that that's well worth the investment there. So, um, Aiden, let's start with you. Um, offensive lineman, you're from, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Westfield High School? Yeah. That's right. in a little bit outside of Indianapolis? Yeah, it's about 20 minutes north of downtown. Okay. So how was that experience growing up there? It was good. You know, uh, growing up, it was kind of smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I've gotten older, it's grown into a really, really big city mm-hmm. outside and growing fast. But, you know, went to stayed in the same school district my whole life. So kind of had the same friends from kindergarten up until my senior year. 
started playing football, young age, sports, ba- uh, basketball, baseball, or shot put in high school. So, okay. you know, really enjoyed my time there, but it was good to get a new change of pace out yeah. here in Youngstown and experience something different. That's awesome. And I, I looked up, I'm always curious where guys are from and stuff like that. So I looked up famous residents from uh, Westfield, Indiana, the most famous get, guy. Get. Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. Had- I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't even know he lived there, and uh, it must have been recent because after he won the latest hot dog eating <laughs> contest, someone texted me and was like, "He's from Westfield." I was like, That's "Yeah, news to me." Yeah. So, well, you gotta bring him back home for like a hot hot dog eating contest gotta, or I gotta, something. I gotta get in contact. With him. <laughs> um, but to go over a little bit of your career. Started as a freshman in spring 2021, which sounds so weird to even say. Yeah. Um, uh, started a bunch of games at left guard that season. Then you go into the fall, started nine games. Um, and then last year, started 11 games at left guard. And in seven of those games, you played every snap. So, uh, And both of you guys helped pave the way for pretty awesome running back who's now in the NFL, Jaleel yeah. McLaughlin. So... Uh, that you know, he probably credits a lot of his success to the YouTube guys right here. So, um, RJ, let's go with you. So, Ryan Johnson, but you go That's with right. RJ. Where'd the nickname come from, or is it just uh, your initials? It was just like mainly in college. Like when I got to college, uh, people just started calling me RJ. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Everyone's and nicknames. yeah, <laughs> do you guys have nicknames? Everyone calls me AP. AP. Okay. 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 Yeah. Makes sense. Easy enough. I like it. Um, So you're from Euclid, which is a little bit outside of Cleveland. Um, You played basketball and track in Uh, high school. Basketball, football, and track. Basketball, football, and track. And do you you throw in uh, for track? Okay. Okay. Do you have a favorite sport out of those three? I like basketball. Okay. Yeah. It's funny because (laughs) all the football guys say they play basketball. Basketball is their favorite sport. I really enjoy basketball, but I was built more for a football player. That's fine. That's fine. Did you get any? (laughs) Did you get any looks out of? uh, No. no? Okay. Okay. But that that's all right. A lot of times, like sometimes your best sport isn't always Mm -hmm. your favorite sport. Um. So looking up euclid high school and i'm very familiar with the euclid being up in cleveland all the time but uh you know any famous alums from out of uh the euclid area i got three uh, on my list there's a bunch but yeah i know it's a couple um a running back that went to o state um what is his name he was a doctor actually too but played in the nfl i don't even remember his name because i'm not really from euclid I'm okay from, yeah, i'm from cincinnati okay okay yeah, and then i moved when i got to high school i moved <laughs> to cleveland okay yeah. Okay, Robert Smith. Robert Smith. Robert Smith. Robert yeah, Smith. good dude, good guy. You know anybody else from there? They're a huge, big time basketball coach, Jerry Tarkanian, mm-hmm. uh, coached at UNLV, and then uh, Stipe Miosic, which is the uh, UFC. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, big time, big time guy there. So I'm curious about your journey too, because you said from Cincy mm-hmm. went to Euclid then went to Duquesne to start. So how'd you end up at YSU? So it was my red shirt <coughs> sophomore year, after my red shirt sophomore year. Um, then COVID had hit, had mm-hmm. a couple surgeries. And then I went to um, went into that spring season and I just wasn't like, 
I wasn't feeling a challenge really. And I, I really enjoy football. I really like football and I mm-hmm. wanted more of a, more of a challenge, you know, being in the NEC, one of the lower, um, divisions in the, or conferences in the, um, FCS. So sure. yeah, I wanted to go up and try to see if I, if my talents really match my like heart and stuff. Okay. Okay. And you obviously, uh, you found a fit and mm-hmm. you, you slotted right in and, you know, based on your bio, you started the, the final five games in that 2021 year mm-hmm. at right guard. And then uh, last year, as a junior, 10 games on the O-line playing basically every snap, mm-hmm. just like Aiden in, yeah. in seven of those games as well. And both of you, like I mentioned, how cool was that blocking for now what's an NFL running back? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he's, was, he's amazing. <laughs> you, got, you guys keep tabs on him and see how he's yeah, doing oh, week yeah. to week? He's, he's killing So I, I know their team – the Broncos aren't doing that well, but yeah. but he's he's doing pretty great stuff already. So. Making making the fifty threes, right. drafting oh unbelievable, That's unbelievable. Can't be surprised by that though. Yeah. So um, a couple questions, and and you've probably seen the other podcasts we do. I always like to ask guys where they get their numbers, whether it was like just given to them or you chose it for a certain reason. So fifty six and seventy one. Uh, any meaning behind those numbers for either of you guys? Uh, I have a lot, actually. So back um, when I was in fourth grade, my uh, coach gave it to me random and kind of liked it. So I stuck with it up until um, my my whole career. But back when I was um, a sophomore in high school, he actually passed away from cancer and he was a big mentor to me, you know, taught me a lot growing up. And uh, so it was really lucky I was able to come in and get it. So now it kind of has that really deep meaning to me. Yeah. So I'm really, really excited I could wear it and, you know, continue to honor him. That's awesome. Great story with that. How about 71 for you? For me, I've been wearing 71 since high school. Um, my grandfather played for the Cleveland Browns. He was oh yeah, wow. Walter Johnson. He was number 71 for wow. the Cleveland Browns. Okay. Yeah. And so um, I never got to meet him. He passed away, but um, a year before I was born. Okay. And so I just feel like I have to live through him and I get the honor to um, wear the number 71 because it means a lot to our family. That's great. Great stories there. That's that's fantastic. Um, so obviously number number 71 for you, your grandpa is the most famous 71 in your mm-hmm. life. Um, but there have been some uh, unbelievable NFL, especially left tackles that have worn mm-hmm. 71. So I went through the list. Walter Jones, Jason Peters, Willie Anderson, Tony Baselli, Larry Allen, Fred Dean, just to name a few. For you, you know the most famous 56 in the NFL wasn't even on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Maybe the greatest defensive player of all time. Oh, Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was looking that up, I was like, man, 56, that's like not a number you think of always, but like that, that, I mean, maybe the best NFL player that's ever played, at least on the defensive side of the ball. So I want to talk to you guys about this penguin collective and that's how we got in touch and that's how we started talking um how has the penguin collective the name image and likeness how has that helped you guys as student athletes and whoever wants to take that one first Uh, i mean i think it's helped a lot like a tremendous amount i mean obviously playing football going to school you don't have all that much time to Mm -hmm. you know go out and get a job so you know, you want extra money to go out and be able to get things and you, you don't have the time to get the job. So, you you know, being able to put some extra money in your pocket's been huge. 
And then on top of that, I mean, I feel like I've met so many people through it. Mm-hmm. That's also been nice, you know, being able to network and market yourself. It's It's been a really cool experience. It's awesome. How about you? You have maybe the coolest story I've heard so far from Ty. <laughs> so uh, tell me a little bit about your, and as much as you're comfortable right, with right, Sharon, right. but tell us your story a little bit with NIL. Okay, so with my NIL, um, I actually really needed it because I have a wife, I have a kid, and it would have been tough to, like AP said, um, you don't always have time to go out and get a job mm-hmm. or try to do extra things to make money. So then um, having that NIL really, really helped me with my situation with having a wife and kid and um, living off campus and everything. That I, When I heard your story, I was like, that is probably the coolest NIL story I've heard so far. So, um, so exactly, exactly. Because I'm, I'm a dad. I know, I know how much that stuff costs and it is, uh, for you to use that money. And a lot of people are like, Oh, these guys are buying cars. They're buying shoes. They're buying, you know, it's like, no, like a lot of it's for real life, like Mm -hmm. real things that you need day to day and good for you. And, um, that's awesome and i and i hope more people hear that and support you guys because you guys do the dirty work literally (laughs) um and you don't get enough credit but every uh everything you guys get is is well earned um so i love that um do you guys have i saw this um nil thing this past weekend it was iowa state i don't know if you guys saw this at all but um so they have four guys that that signed an nil deal with um i don't know some like butcher shop or whatever and it was um the last guy's name was purchase the the next guy's name was more the next guy's name was hammond and the <laughs> other guy's name was bacon so it was purchase more <laughs> ham and bacon um and they signed a, a a deal like that and i thought like stuff like that's cool and two yeah. of them i think were offensive linemen but it's like we you know you guys and we can't we can't harp on this enough. You're student athletes. You put work in, in the classroom, you put work on in the practice field. You're traveling a lot. You're in the weight room, you're watching film and you can't go out and get a job. So yeah. businesses, companies, whatever need to see your faces, need to get to know your stories. And I appreciate you guys both sharing that uh, with us. If you had a dream NIL product, company you could partner with whether it's local national do you have one in mind man uh <laughs> you do <laughs> you got one? I, I was just gonna say like being able to get a car like a truck yeah thought about that that would okay. be really cool i've kind of always wanted a truck but you know not easy to get one especially in college so mm-hmm. being able to do that would be really cool okay yeah, like what AP said, probably a car, but really, like, it's like, a, I know it's probably not going to ever have it, but Reese's, oh my goodness. Okay. Love Reese's. <laughs> okay. Love Reese's. Hey, I mean, Halloween's coming up. You, know. you guys are going to be playing well deep into the season, so yeah. why not? Let's go. Reese's. So, Reese's. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll clip that, and we'll, we'll <laughs> shoot it out there, and hey, worst thing they can say is no. So, um, when did you guys realize playing in college might be a possibility for either of you? I kind of always felt like the work that I put in and the mm-hmm. darkness would like even in high school and mm-hmm. before that would all come come true. Like and especially my faith in God, like I knew it would be a possibility for me to 
do that. I've seen my brothers go and play um, college sports, so that yeah. really inspired me as well. So. Okay. Okay. I kind of like him. I always, you know, thought I would, but, you know, seeing, like, especially these new age offensive linemen, 6'5", 6'4", mm-hmm. you know, that wasn't me. I was I was 5'11", my sophomore year. Played varsity, but, you know, didn't really get recruited after that. Uh, and then I'd say going into my junior year is kind of when people started looking at me and I thought that I could actually go and not not even play uh, college football, but like Division One football, okay. which was obviously always the goal. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys Shout always kind of been bigger guys or d- did you kind of grow into this? I was like, I think in middle or like grow, like uh, up until middle school, I was always like taller. And mm-hmm. then, like, once I got to high school, everyone started, like, getting a lot taller. And yeah. I, I didn't until, like, probably my, like, uh, second half of my sophomore year. Yeah. Would be when I you hit started. that, like, second growth spurt there. Yeah. yeah. I went from, like, 5'11 to, like, probably about what I am now, like, 6'1, six, 6'2. Six, okay. Okay. Yeah, I've always been bigger. Like, seventh grade, I was already over 200 pounds. So. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I was oh, always dude. athletic, too. So mm-hmm. I was. Middle school, I was playing. Uh, believe it or not, I was playing running back. So, okay. Yeah, I've always. That'd been, be like, a hard. <laughs> you'd be a hard guy to bring down. Yeah, and then high school, it was strictly, strictly offensive line, defensive line. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they said, cut the, <laughs> the dreams out. <laughs> That's awesome. Um. So, why why did YSU make sense for both of you guys? Like, why? How'd you end up choosing YSU? I know, obviously, the transfer portal. You came uh, here straight from high school, but like, why was YSU a good fit for both of you? I think I have a kind of a cool story on how yeah. I got to YSU, and it was the first coach that ever recruited me was Coach Bouge, and he was at Cincinnati at the time. And then uh, I went to another camp they invited me to uh, during March, and Coach Peterson saw me and offered me. Um, so Coach Bouge, who's my O-line coach now, is yeah. kind of the reason I'm here. Um but you know, going on my visits and stuff, you uh, everyone always told me Young Sounds a football city. They're behind the football team. Mm-hmm. Anywhere you go, they're gonna talk to you. All this and that, and I felt like the facilities were really good. Uh, they kind of always said like really good, but the O line needs to get better. Mm-hmm. That's what I always like coming in heard that. So you know, I felt like I could help be a part of that and i felt like it was a program that was going in the right direction and i had really good connections here as well with the old coaching staff it was but now the new coaching staff as well right okay rj how about you so mine i um entered the transfer portal after the spring season of was 2021 yeah and Mm -hmm. then um as soon as i entered the portal 30 minutes later coach booze texts me and tells me like he wants me to come here and I had um I, I was still like considering it. I never really thought about Youngstown State really, but mm-hmm. uh, it was closer to home, closer to where my parents were staying at the yeah. time. And, um yeah. And he had told me um like a couple weeks into my recruiting, it was probably like two weeks. He was like, Listen, you're not LeBron, like <laughs> you can't take your time. And um and you think we need an answer. So I felt like I wanted somebody who was real with me. Mm-hmm. And that really made my decision was him telling me that. And then the connections I made here and the relationships that I found out, like, um, that were before my time, like my yeah. my um, father and one of the O-line here, Jason Williams, his father 
they were roommates in high school, I mean, in college at oh. the University of Cincinnati. And okay. it was like, it was like God put me here for a reason, sure. like, you know? Yeah. When you got the whole, you know, you got Cincinnati, the Cleveland, to mm -hmm. Pittsburgh, back here to Youngstown. So yeah. kind of like right in the sweet spot there. Mm -hmm. uh, that's great. Um, and, and Bryce was saying when he was on, too, because he came from Kentucky uh, up here to Youngstown. He's like, some guys go in the portal and never find their way out. Mm -hmm. So that's great that you were able to find a, a landing spot and you yeah. feel like this is a great place for you to be. So Very wonderful. grateful for that as well. Yeah. Um, so guys that might be in your shoes, maybe like four, you know, when you guys four or five years ago, were going through the recruiting process, stuff like that. What advice would you give to a kid that's maybe a freshman, sophomore, junior, senior in high school right now that wants to be a future YSU Penguin or play Division One football? I would, I would say get in the weight room, number one. Like, you're going to get bigger, get stronger, because, I mean, no matter how big and strong you are out of high school, like, you're going to need to get bigger and stronger. So getting a good step on that and then studying the game of football is really important. I think that really helped me when I came in, like, having a good understanding of, like, concepts and all that mm -hmm. like, i think a lot of guys out of high school don't so i think that puts you a step up and then you know every day like play to the echo of the whistle that stands out on mm -hmm. tape and coaches are going to see that and you know you're going to stand out through doing that good advice yeah you get more to football tips i'll get more to like this stay disciplined stay mm -hmm. disciplined and stay consistent and whatever you are trying to accomplish and you know good things will good things will eventually come and um yeah just stay disciplined and continue to to do the work when nobody's looking because that's, that's what really stands out really the most great advice great and that's good advice for football or for just life in general for both of you good stuff um all right let's let's do a little football for dummies so people out there that you know don't understand the a gap b gap c gaps or you know some <laughs> Some guys do, you know, evens on one side, odds yeah. on another with gaps. So explain that, the gap scenarios for you guys, um, for the novice out there. For someone that doesn't know football, how would you explain what an A gap, B gap, or a one, two, three, whatever it might be? Uh, I would say, <laughs> like, the center center is going to have the ball. The A gap is going to be right to his right. And the A minus is going to be right to his left. So those are A gaps. And then the guards, the guy right next to the center, those are going to be the B gaps outside of them. And then the tackles outside, they're the third guy in, in the line. Mm -hmm. C gaps are going to be outside of them. And then if you put a tight end there, which would be the fourth, the D gap would be outside of them. And then if it were to be on the left side, it would be the D minus. Okay. Okay. Now, do you guys, you obviously probably prepare for, tons of different types of defenses you're going to yeah. see three fours you're going to see four man fronts you're going to might see five man fronts in yeah. some scenarios so yeah. how does that preparation from week to week um differ for you guys like do you do you see different stuff with like a scout team or how does that how do your coaches prepare yeah. you for that um yeah i think uh differs a lot like even schematically for us it switches up like um combinations and stuff mm -hmm. uh, are where our IDs are on specific plays. And then like, even in practice, like our scout, like you and I runs multiple different fronts. So our scout team will have to come out in three or four fronts that day, just so we can, you know, see it and rep all the different things and work the different uh, 
schemes with like the different combinations we could be on for the different looks we're getting. Yeah. Anything to add yeah, to that? I would say another thing like that really like helps us stand out is like we're gonna we're gonna run where we run like you mm -hmm. know so if we have to be in a, a run a certain play it's really the same footwork you just have a your eyes are different yeah. okay okay um now when is it generally the center that's calling out the protection calls on the line yeah for you guys mm -hmm. that's that's how it is i would imagine with most teams but um when he's communicating different calls or the quarterback's pointing at the mic or something like that what is what do you how does that help you guys out uh well our like in ours our quarterback will give us like the play call mm -hmm. and then i have to go up and read the defense and see where i want uh like our guys going so if it's um if it's a certain protection, I want to send three guys this way and man two or vice versa. Or if they're in an odd front, mm -hmm. I want like my two guards watching these two linebackers. So it's a lot of reading the defense. Okay. I would say. Okay. Yeah. Anything to add on that one? Yeah, I mean, center is the smartest. I was yeah. going to say <laughs> the, the center and the O line do not get enough credit because they're, I mean, it's like a symphony. It has to be yeah. in tune for that play to work, especially when you guys are going against a tough defensive line, tough linebackers, maybe a, a nickel or a secondary player is blitzing. Yeah. You got to know your coverages and schemes. So um, hats off to you guys, because like I said, football for dummies, like someone like me who I know the game, but I don't know the protection schemes or, or audible calls and stuff like that. So what you guys, like I said, that football for dummies is, yeah. is perfect because I think people that are watching are, are going to learn a little bit of that now. So yeah, it takes a lot of uh film study for mm -hmm. sure. Like me and me and Mitch just were watching film on different third down blitzes they have. So mm -hmm. I think that's a, that's a big thing for being prepared is knowing everything and out of this look, you're going to get this blitz. So that helps a lot. No doubt. No doubt. So, when you guys, you know, I, when you guys, um, I've been at two of your games so far this year, and I, I've seen you guys go against Valpo and, and all respect to Valparaiso, but then I was at the Ohio State game the next weekend. You guys are going up against JT Tuomolo, the number one recruit in the country at the defensive line a couple years back, J Jack Sawyer, um, Mike Hall, you know, guys like that that are known nationally. How, I mean, I'm sure you prepare the same way, no matter what team it is. Well, what's it like going against guys that you know are probably playing on Sundays next year? Uh, I don't think it's really much different. Um, I've, I, I think just, and that comes with my experience, like playing in a lot of games. Mm -hmm. I've, I've learned that. Like back my sophomore year when we played Michigan State, I was probably had a little stage fright, but. You know, I, like when we played that game, I was like, okay, I can play with these guys. Mm -hmm. And I kind of felt the same way against Kentucky last year. So I didn't really wasn't thinking about like names and stuff this year. Mm -hmm. Just wanted to go out and play my game. Let's go out and do your job and yeah. hopefully beat the guy that play yeah. in front of you. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, now, I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Do you prefer to run block or pass block? 
Somebody <laughs> different answer. Oh, I'm curious. Yeah, think, All right, you go first. I like the fast block. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was not <laughs> expecting big, that. Big fast block. Okay. This doesn't like stop me from getting recruited or anything, but yeah, I, I love the fast block. I love the run block too. Yeah. But I because yeah. a lot of offensive linemen will say pass blocking is a lot harder actually because in run blocking you're the one on the attack, whereas pass blocking you're you know retreating and you know protecting your your you know your quarterback's pocket there what about you i like to run block but also like when we run the ball a lot of it i I don't mind switching in catching defense off their heels with the pass pass block i think pass blocking is probably a little easier especially uh i think at center when if they're in an even front Mm because you don't have a d lineman on you right now now it being being at center too your head's down a lot, yeah. you know, and you're commu- communicating. How often do you work on that? Like that, you know, not just the snap count, but like the, um, the, just the basic, you know, getting the ball to the quarterback. How often do you guys work on that? Uh, we probably take just like in practice, like plays itself, like whole offense, probably 60 plus of practice. Mm-hmm. And then uh, before practice, we'll probably get 10 snaps to warm up. Um, so probably a 70-ish a day throughout okay. the week for uh, four days. But you guys are repping that in the spring and, yeah. you know, the whole offseason. And and- summers, when the quarterbacks go throw, we got to go out there and mm-hmm. go snap in the spring. So a lot of a lot of A lot of practice that. and repetition yeah. goes into what you guys yeah. do. Um do you guys ever uh do you ever hear the defensive line barking at you guys and uh trying to get you off your game or or do you just block that out? In game or in, in game, yeah. Not this year. Yeah, no? So okay. far this year, no one's uh Val Valparaiso was talking mm. a little bit. Just talking but, trash or yeah, that might have been because of me as well. <laughs> but, Any particular reason? Uh I, I was probably talking a little bit as well. All right, um, all right. But yeah, they talked a little bit, but I don't think it hasn't been much this year. I think in conference play is really you guys talk a lot more. I, okay. I like that. Yeah, I like when I don't like the game to be quiet because yeah. I, like, I like it to be fun. Like, yeah, you, know, you can yeah, exactly. talk trash, but yeah. you know, I like it. Now, when you guys go into an environment like Ohio Stadium when there's a hundred thousand people, or like you and I this weekend when you're in dome and it's kind of like an echo chamber, how do you guys practice that? Or how do you prepare for that? We do. Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll go into uh, the watts, and they turn the volume up all the way, and we do artificial crowd noise. Okay. So you can't. It's probably. I mean, it was louder than Ohio State was in the watts, and it's 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 probably louder than uh, Fargo Dome as well. Uh, so it, it definitely prepares you because you can't hear things. Yeah. Hear so things. so do you guys have um, like quiet, you know, snap signals or, yeah, we or what's couple, the? We have a couple different snap counts. Like I mean, I don't want you to give it away. And yeah, but yeah, we have our traditional, and then we have some uh, silent ones. I think okay. we have two. If it's re- if we can't use our traditional, we'll we'll go to one, and then if that one doesn't work, we'll go to the third. Lately in the NFL, I've been seeing like the right or left guard, you know, like putting his yeah. arm forward yeah, to have, let the center know. We haven't, uh, no, we, haven't we haven't had to use it. We yeah. used that last year against uh, North Dakota State. <laughs> okay. Which was funny because <laughs> they asked me if I wanted to do it, and I said no. And so RJ did it all week at practice, 
And then right when we got off the plane in Fargo, Arja's wife went into labor. Oh. <laughs> I had to fly all the way back the same day. So um, I ended up doing it after not practicing it all week. <laughs> <laughs> but you did your most important job yeah, that day, did, getting yeah. back. He had, he had so, <laughs> well, hats off to both of you from that <laughs> weekend then, because you both stepped up to the plate. I think he might have stepped up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, both of you did a great job. I love it. Um, what's the most challenging part of being an offensive lineman? Um, I think probably I'd say just like blitz recognition stuff is so hard. Like if you, it, it's so big pre-snap, like in the film room, mm -hmm. I think is so important because if you can see it coming, like you're going to be so much better off. And if you don't, like it's probably going to be a TFL, a sack, like if you miss it. Mm -hmm. So like, I discipline with stuff like that, I think is like by far the hardest thing, just recognizing stuff and p picking it up in a second while you're on the run, um, things are moving. I think that's definitely the hardest. Mostly one of the hardest is um, like we're one unit. Mm -hmm. So if like one person messes up, it, yeah. it costs all of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like we're almost half of the people on offense. So as one unit. Yeah. So I would say that's one of the hardest parts is having a collective like really be in tune every every mm -hmm. snap. Yeah. A lot. A lot of times, like I was saying before, you guys don't get like you know, the sexy stats, you know, no you don't stats. get the touchdowns, the runs, <laughs> stuff like that. But when your name isn't being called, that's when you know you're doing a good job. Yeah. It's like, oh, and you know, the right guard, you know, had yeah. a false start or something like yeah. that. It's like, it's like, yeah, but he just made 25 good plays in a row. You just right. don't see that. Yeah. So um, it, that's the tough part about being an offensive lineman and you guys almost have to be selfless to play yeah. that position oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because you're doing your job for your team but you're not getting necessarily that recognition but i'm glad mitch stepped up with the necklaces <laughs> our, our running i think our whole offense really does a really good job of giving recognition like i remember ty sean against uh robert morris coming up and telling us his touchdowns because mm -hmm. of us dre does a great job of it all the receivers do as well well, just so. meeting you two guys today and, and you know, having the other four guys that have been in here so far, I could tell you guys are a really tight-knit unit. Yeah, oh yeah. And and that that's what makes a team special is yeah. when you guys, you can tell, you lean on each other, you respect each other, you take care of each other, and and that's really what a team is all about. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So tell tell us a little bit about this grit. You know, uh, you guys, that's kind of your, your philosophy this year. Youngstown's, like, known for its grit. So uh, you guys have put that motto into place this year. So what's that all about? Uh, I think it starts like O-line, D-line starts in the trenches. Uh, Coach Doug's always talked about that. Uh, uh, O-line, D-line driven program. And I think that's kind of where grit comes from. And, I mean, it's no secret we like to run the ball. Mm -hmm. So you got to be a gritty offensive line gritty running back you know to run the ball when everyone in the stadium knows you're gonna do it no doubt i would you? say like the iron sharpens iron like in practice we we go at it like mm -hmm. we're, we're preparing for a game as if this is the game yep so i would say like that iron sharpens iron bringing that when coach blows that whistle like you know <laughs> that's it's time to go to work so that's awesome um now let me ask you guys this it cannot be one of your teammates mm -hmm current or past but if you could block 
or any quarterback or running back. You can pick oh. any quarterback or running back, past or current. Who would you choose and why? Quarterback or running back? Oh, Peyton Manning, easy. Peyton Manning. Oh, well, you're an Indian. Yeah, you're an Indianapolis easy. guy. That makes that sense. Easy. Okay. Put the pressure on me. Let me see. <laughs> I just think didn't it. give him time that to think was, about that it. Was easy. Um, let me see. Or running back. I was gonna say Jaleel, but <laughs> um, let me see. Maybe Tom Brady. Just because, like, mm-hmm. how he takes control. I wanted to, like, you know, yeah. see how he controls the whole offense. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. If you guys could play another position for a day, what position would you choose and why? Offense Receiver. or defense? Receiver? <laughs> I got the best hands on the team. <laughs> okay. Easy. No, you don't. Okay. The best All right. Uh, I think in our offense, I'd say tight end. Tight ends do a lot of, a lot of stuff that looks – that looks fun. They, and they're they're they kind get, of like half receivers, half offensive yeah, linemen they get too. To, anyway, they get to do some fun sways where they get to crack. A okay, lot. so I think that'd be pretty fun and get the ball some. I don't want to be a running back though. I'd take two hits. <laughs> yeah, they you know they they get a lot of the glory, but they take a lot a of the lot punishment. Of hits, yeah. Um, who uh who growing up was kind of like a favorite player of your guys? Um, you know off you know whether you know it could be basketball could be football whatever it might be who who was someone you you know grew up kind of like emulating or you know looked up to as a role model uh i think when he got drafted by the colts quentin nelson okay but before i mean that was probably early in high school so you know before then you really weren't watching offensive linemen yeah. to model your game so i'd say him i think there's a lot of guys though that uh I've tried to take and he's a he's a future Hall of Famer. Oh yeah. Like with what he's done. Yeah, go Colts. Um I really like have a person I wanted to, you know, be like. Yeah. I just had like some great role models. Like I would watch my grandfather's highlights before Mm -hmm. games. Um, but somebody in the league that like I would try to model my game after is probably Shaq Mason. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's um small, not small, but he's not as tall as all the like six five guards are yeah, and right. stuff. So okay. undersized guard. So uh, yeah, probably Shaq Mason. Okay. Um, do you guys have any uh pregame rituals or superstitions? Uh Coach Bouge is really superstitious. He told me we had a meeting and against Ohio State, I wore headphones against Valparaiso, I didn't. So I'm not allowed to wear headphones <laughs> okay. the rest of the year. Okay. But we do I think we do the same thing every game. Like so I think like superstition wise, like it's always yeah. the same. But uh just real consistent. Yeah, it's yeah. really, really consistent. RJ, you got any superstitions? I'm not really superstitions. Um I adopted the like listening to gospel music before a game because sure. it kind of calms my nerves down mm-hmm. like Going to Old State, like on that bus ride, I was just all over the place, and mm-hmm. I turned on gospel music, and I just immediately calmed down. So, okay. yeah, I started doing that, and that's probably the only thing that I try to stay consistent with okay. in terms of that. Okay, that's funny because uh, I, th- I think Max said he listens to gospel, mm-hmm. and then he switches to rap at some point. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that is a huge <laughs> divergent yeah. uh, change there. But yeah. uh, I can see that, like, like getting the 
like a lot of people think a lot of guys, girls, whoever athletes are, are uh, you know, listening to stuff that's going to pump them up. A lot of times it's the opposite. You want to yeah. kind of bring yourself down a little bit because yeah. you're already super pumped up on the inside. Yeah. Um, with that said, with music, do you have any like a favorite go to song you might listen to? Oh, on game day. I don't think so. Okay. I think it's, I just have the same, I have a game day playlist. What, what so type all, of music then? It's all rap. All rap. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's all right. I usually listen to country, but on game days, we'll go to, we'll go to rap, get it, get pumped up. Mm hmm. I do gospel and R and B. Yeah. And so my favorite gospel music to a song to listen to on game day is called Clean This House by Isaac Curry. And then R and B is probably um Love by Music Soul Child. Okay. Of songs. Yeah. Okay. All right. I want to ask you guys a favorite football moment in your career so far. Could be when you were in fifth grade, it could be yesterday. Favorite. A lot of these are tough, oh. especially with, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, you guys aren't that old, but, it, you know, you've played a while, so. Yeah. You said in college or here? Any any time in your whole life. Uh, kind of got two. I, uh, I want to state championship in high school, but I was a freshman, so I didn't really play. I think making, uh, well, it's kind of backsided because making the start of my first game, my true freshman year, I didn't play very well, so you know that kind of takes away from the moment. But just doing it, I'd say, yeah, it's probably, it's probably you got out there, moment. but then you probably yeah. learned, yeah. hey, I, I, I can do this. It's gonna take then, a little work, yeah. but I'll get there. Yeah, exactly. I like that. I like that. I say one of mine from here um, is when oh, Jal- who? I think Jaleel setting the record. Oh so, yeah, oh yeah, be, that was good. yeah. I love that moment. That was a yeah. That was that was something that's gonna stick out in my head yeah. forever. Yeah. yeah. But um, when we played Missouri State, and that's when I had got in, Henry, I got hurt. I got in oh, at guard, yeah. and a couple plays in, me and Jay Will, uh, Jason Williams, we had, yeah. um, what we do? The the twist. We had, It was a twist, yeah, and we picked the twist, twist up perfect and popped, popped it for, for Yeah, popped it for 70 yard touchdown. And, that, and that's cool because I, I heard you guys say the Jaleel moment when mm-hmm. he broke the record, which is, I mean, when you think about it, the NCAA all-time leading rusher all divisions um that's pretty special and to know you guys blocked for him and paved the way for so many of those yards has to be really special yeah it's definitely cool definitely something we'll be able to tell my kids about that's you know julio's gonna have a long successful nfl career as well so now that'll always be something cool we'll have yeah, I take some credit, but Jaleel, he's like, <laughs> I've never seen nobody work like that. And yeah, like, yeah. he's getting all the fruits of his life. And that, and that yeah. shows, you know, like, yeah. hey, you put the work in, good things happen. All right. I've asked every guy this um, that's been on so far. I want to, you guys can't say yourselves. So I'm going to give you an adjective and you tell me which teammate that best describes. Okay. Who's the toughest guy on the team? Uh, you say him? I said say hard. Alex Howard's pretty tough. Okay. I'll probably say Fitz. Okay. Uh, I'd say toughest. See, I haven't seen it yet. 
because he's new. But I'll, I'll, I'll go out on a limb and I'm gonna say Tyshawn. I feel like he's he's really tough. Okay, okay. But he hasn't been for a full season, so I'm not 100. percent But I feel like I'm, I'll put it out there early. I like that. All right. So I was asking a lot of the skill guys the fastest, but for you guys, I'm gonna ask who's the strongest guy in the weight room. That's no brainer. It's Fitz. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's Fitz. Okay. Who's the most intense, either on the field or in the locker room? Um, Pascal. <laughs> no, definitely not Pascal. <laughs> Intent. Oh, it might be Devin though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'll say, uh, I'll say Devin Johnson. He's. I'll say yeah, Johnson. Okay. And intense too. Who's the Both Johnson? Who's the smartest? But then that could be grades. That could be football IQ. However, you want to interpret that. Those are two different because that is very. I'll, let's go football IQ. Football IQ. Yeah, because you guys have a pretty solid team GPA. Looked it yeah. up. You guys are pretty good. So who's the smartest on the field? Football IQ, any position. Can't say ourselves. Yeah, go for it. No, don't be. You don't have to be humble on this one. If it's you, say it. Football IQ. I don't want to say myself. I'll say Mitch. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna say myself either. I'm a, I'm a second. I'm gonna say I'm second though. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. AP. AP. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to say myself. Yeah. <laughs> but you got you guys put your yeah, right the, right as a center. Lot. I feel like your IQ. Yeah. Has, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I don't really have a choice. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. And and you know, like like I said, a lot of people don't understand how smart and how how much goes on on that offensive yeah. defensive line uh right up front because the defensive line can kind of do what it wants you guys have to hold your position until that snap and then you know there's a lot of different ways the defense can attack you yeah who's the best athlete on the team oh. i know who you want me to say oh you want uh, me to say you no. <laughs> i'm not gonna say that athlete like uh, can I say two? Yeah. I was thinking Bryce. Bryce Oliver? Yeah, Bryce okay. has to be up there. He's fast, strong. Yeah, I would say Bryce. He's strong, too. I would say CJ and CJ's Diggs. Crazy. Oh, Diggs, Diggs is on the D-line. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's very, very Diggs athletic. Okay. There's a lot. Of I heard you guys got some guys. solid basketball players oh, yeah. on that football he's, team. He's, he's definitely up so there. CJ, <laughs> yeah, so is CJ. Okay. Okay. Maybe maybe you guys can get a little lot. Well, your coaches won't want that neither. And I'm sure Coach Calhoun won't won't want you guys going against each other. But that might be a good that might be an entertaining game. Um wouldn't be a blowout. I can say that. Um, all right. Two more questions before we let you guys go. Um, what is since neither of you guys are from Youngstown, what's the best part so far about living here for now a couple of years for you guys? That's part of living in Youngstown. Uh, I think easily the connections I've built here. Like I have some fr- like guys on the team that like I live with, even O-line friend, just everyone will be my friends for the rest of my life. And then meeting so many people like through football, through just running into them. It's been awesome. It's great. Um, part for me, um, the best thing, like AP said, the relationships that I've built here, and also that it's not really that much to do. So it's like, that's, I feel like that's a good thing for mm-hmm. me because I don't, I, I need to stay focused yeah. on, you know? So yeah. I feel like 
that's helped me stay focused on it. It's a good quality area that people love. Mm -hmm. But again, you're right. There's not a ton of distractions. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's not anything. To do, yeah. It's just not a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you're not going out. You're not getting yeah, in trouble no, like it's Miami or, right. or Cleveland or, you right. know, Vegas or something like that. And then final thing, um, what's the best part of Youngstown State, whether it's the football program or just the university? Like what? What's the best part of being a YSU Penguin for you guys? And it could be the same answer, I guess. Yeah, play, playing football. I think it's fun, like just coming out in the Ice Castle on Saturdays and seeing those fans in the stadium cheering for you is one of a kind experience. Yeah. And as we have gotten better, seeing the fans grow and continue to grow, it's exciting. And I think that's really cool. Mine is the community around here. Like, mm -hmm. I live in Austin town, and yeah. so like when I drive to practice every day, I see the the um, our football truck like on the side of the highway, yeah. like um, where the some of the other trucks are. So I feel like they can just embrace the YSU mm -hmm. community. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. That that's one thing special uh, about this area. I think whether you grew up here or whether you have moved here. I feel like Youngstown becomes ingrained in you, yeah. whether you, you know, you guys move away when you're done, whether you stay here and live here, uh, you'll always have Youngstown with you. Yeah. So, uh, also my son was born here. So yes. yeah, I would yeah. say, yeah. And, and I, the story again, I, I, I told Ty the first time I heard your story, I had chills. <laughs> it was such a great story and, oh. and I love it. And, um, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm, so glad to have met both of you guys we appreciate you Thank you. you guys yeah, reach same. out anytime you need anything from us we appreciate you we appreciate the penguin collective and um good luck this weekend you guys Thank got a big one you. so yeah, uh best wishes what time what time's the It'll be two uh, one o'clock yeah. here yeah no, no, two, two yeah, o'clock here. here one o'clock well, what's the travel look like though tomorrow uh, hour 45 flight but it'll, like with the time change it'll be the like 45 minutes okay all right, so we'll get there, get some good rest on uh, Friday yeah, night, and uh, sure. where they the Panthers, right? Yeah. Go out and take care of the Panthers, and uh, we wish you guys all the best of luck. Thank so, you. Thank you um, so much. Aiden, RJ, thank you guys for coming down. Make sure to um, you guys want to throw out your social um, uh, so you guys can reach out. Aiden Parker, fifty six on everything. Uh, thirty two RJ on Instagram. Not really on any other. Well, that's all right, but maybe hey, maybe we get uh, Reese's. Right. Throwing, throwing, yeah, right. let's let, let's get this guy a Reese's NIL deal. I would love that. Right around Halloween time, too. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Aiden and RJ, good luck to you guys this weekend. Good luck to the YSU Penguins. Uh, Joe and I will be back in just a couple minutes uh, for a, a quick five minute or so uh, wrap up to the show. But uh, we wish these guys good luck and we will talk to you guys soon. All right. We are back uh joe danier joining me now in studio so again thanks to aiden and rj for coming down make sure to uh get out there and support the penguins um going forward and uh they're obviously on the road this weekend but the, i believe that game is on um the wb so uh make sure to get out and uh watch that game and support ysu all right, we're going to talk uh, quickly about the Cleveland Browns. We're going to talk quickly about um, – I'm, I'm going to share out some Ohio State stuff uh, for you. They had that big win at Notre Dame. So we're going to save that um, for maybe next week. But uh, Joe and I are going to talk a little bit about 
uh, the Browns and their defense, and they're on an epic pace right now. So, Joe, so far what you've seen out of the Cleveland Browns defense, what do you think? Man, I am so glad that this defense was assembled and we have a defensive coordinator that's worth it. I I put on this, may the Schwartz be with you. Because, my God, this guy has been the best hire and makes Joe Woods look even that much worse. Because And now they did bring in a lot of pieces. Dalvin Tomlinson, um, Zadarius Smith, you know, a bunch of guys um, have been brought in. But uh, the core of that defense is pretty much the same. Um, So I don't know. But I want to go over a couple quick numbers here. So the Browns held the Titans to 94 yards. That is their lowest in their franchise history since 1974. They have allowed 491 yards in their first three games combined, which is the fewest since the 1999 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that's combined rushing and passing. That's total, that's total yards, total oh. offense. Four, so less than 500 yards divided by three. So you're you're looking at about what a buck fifty, buck, buck sixty. Uh, pretty impressive. No red zone touchdowns or field goals in the first three games. That is the first time that's happened since 1978. Pretty mm. awesome. We're on. Is it an historic or is it a, a historic? historic? A. I think it's. I thought it was Ann. It depends on what you say next. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm going to just, it's historic. How about that? It's It's amazing. Um, (laughs) Of every NFL game played this year. So of every single game played this year, which the Browns have played three of them, the Browns have three of the top overall uh, performances out of the top 10, which is pretty amazing. Cleveland defense has allowed 18 total points on the season which is six points per game. The offense has given up 14 points this year to put that into perspective Mm -hmm. against Pittsburgh. The Browns have allowed 21 first downs in the first three weeks. So seven per game. The next closest teams, the Buffalo bills are second with 41 and the Dallas Cowboys are uh, third with 46. So that shows you just the incredible, um, defensive performances the Browns have had this year. Just unbelievable. And, you know, you're not playing world beaters in the last two of the last three games with the Steelers and the Titans, but the Titans have a pretty solid run game with Derrick Henry, one of the best backs in the league. Pittsburgh Steelers are always a solid team, and the Bengals are the Bengals, even though Joe Burrow has been a little bit banged up. It's like, you know, it's pretty legit here. So last week, Joe, a lot of people laughed at you for taking the, the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, what's up? But you got the big win there. So, Joe. Josh Dobbs. Although, you did, you did have your worst week of the season. Yes. You went 8-8, eight and eight, but that's still not bad. So, you are 31-17 and 17 straight up this season. Pretty solid. I'm two games behind that at 29-19. and 19. So, those were our picks from last week. Let's go to our picks this week. So, um, let's go check this out. I'm going to skip ahead here. Just a bit. Let me find it. Okay. So here are our picks this week. So tonight we're both taking the Detroit Lions and we actually only differ on four games this week. So looking through um, Miami and Buffalo, I am on Miami. Joe is on Buffalo, Uh, Chicago and Denver. I'm on the Bears. I don't know why, but Joe is taking the Broncos. Um, I saw everybody burning their jerseys, oh, so I think man. they're off the the Bears field are bandwagon. Oh, man, I I love Justin Fields, but man, I I hope for his sake he gets out of mm. out of that situation. He's due. They're that? they're all 
the whole Bears team has looked awful. So why year. did you go with them again? I don't know. <laughs> I don't really have a good reason. It's I'm going with the do factor. Okay. So I'm going to play the do factor. <laughs> Tampa Bay and New Orleans. Uh, Joe, for whatever reason, I think I know. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Joe's on Baker Mayfield. I'm going with the Saints. The Saints always seem to have the Buccaneers number. So that's why I'm going with them. And then Seattle and New York, uh, the Giants on Monday night, Joe is going with the Giants. I am going with the road Seahawks. So those are our picks this week. I'll share them out. But again, overall, we're doing pretty well. Yeah. Again, these are straight up, but still not too bad. If you if we bet every game, we'd be uh, we'd be in 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 the green pretty yeah, good here. So, sure. um, Joe, I want to ask you about this before we uh, get out of here in a minute. Okay. But the Browns are taking on on the Ravens. We both took the Browns this week. Mm -hmm. um, both of these teams are two and one. The Browns are a, uh, I've seen it anywhere between two and a half and three point favorite. Um, the latest line I saw was three. And then the over under is 40 and a half. The Ravens are really banged up, really banged up. Now they do have Lamar Jackson. Um, you know, Zay Flowers has been a nice wide receiver for them. Mark Andrews is a good tight end, but their running back situation's a mess. They have a ton of uh, offense and defensive injuries where the Browns are fairly healthy going into this game. So just real quick thoughts on the, on this game going into it. I, I think this is the week for our passing attack to finally come out. And okay. I think it's going to be a high scoring game and we're going to beat up on the secondary. Okay. I, and the Ravens secondary um, Humphreys, I believe is out and, or, uh, and that's their best corner. So I agree with you. I think, um, and one of their safeties too, one of their solid safeties, it's not Hamilton. It's the other guy, but he is out this week too. Uh, and, and he's a, a pretty solid pro bowl type player. So I agree with you. I think Deshaun Watson, besides that one bonehead play last week where he threw it backwards, which, you know, we, he, they made up for it. They ended up scoring a touchdown on that drive. So we will put the past in the past, but, um, overall, besides that bonehead play, he looked much better last week is is amari okay <laughs> like i know he was banged up a little bit is, yeah did he, did he practice this week i i know he's he's kind of been in and out i think same thing with like kareem hunt which was great to see him back on the field um but he literally was on an unemployed tuesday and playing in an nfl game right. sunday but uh amari amari's a gamer unless it's something major i think he's gonna play um so i i think the browns are gonna be full strength i think greg newsom is back so the Browns defense. So basically, let's just ask this from the offense. Don't screw it up. Don't screw it up. <laughs> yes. You know, and, and there you can see they're playing kind of doing running back by committee. So it's going to be Jerome Ford. It's going to be Kareem Hunt. Um, you're going to see um, Elijah Moore back there sometimes getting a little swing. And passes. we're just we're just getting started with DPJ. I'm telling you, yeah. breakout year. Yeah. And I think he's been quiet so far, but I think he is a guy to watch this yeah. week. I think he is a guy that makes some serious, serious, solid catches uh, and does a really nice job. So um, we're not, we're, we both picked the Browns to win. We're not doing spreads, but that's, that's where we're going to leave off. Um, so uh, that's what we're going to do. Um, so before we leave, we want to uh, leave you with one of our sponsors. And um, so let's take a look. Halloween is scary, but not as scary as no heat in the winter. Call Mighty Mike today, not tomorrow, for fall maintenance service, 330-207-7070. Or visit MightyMikeHVAC.com. So make sure to check out Mighty Mike HVAC. Um, 
on that. Uh, they do a great, great job. So, um, Joe, we're going to wrap up here. Any final thoughts before we head out for the weekend? So I, I want to make sure that our offenses, our offense catches fire and no injuries. Everybody play safe. No more injuries. Now, I don't know if you heard when RJ and Aiden were here. I told them about this NIL deal. I want to share this with you real quick. So purchase more ham and bacon. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> Look at that. Is that a better NIL deal than that? that? That's kind of what it's all about. And one real quick thing, obviously, we got the YSU game coming up this weekend. Let's talk real quick about the Taylor Swift effect. So Taylor Swift is just, she dominated the NFL this weekend. The Chiefs-Bears game, which was a terrible game, had the highest ratings in the NFL. Uh, Taylor Swift fans uh, realizing what football is, a lot of them. A lot of them are football fans. I don't, you know, I love Taylor Swift. I think she's great, but, uh, you know, the Taylor Swift effect. Let's just put it put it like this. So, a spokesperson for apparel manufacturer Fanatics told the Associated Press that the sales of uh, Kelsey's jersey blew up Sunday, a nearly 400% spike in jersey Man. sales. So he has uh, top five jersey in the NFL now. He also added 400,000 new Instagram followers just by uh, Taylor Swift being in his, uh, you know, suite up in uh, the Chiefs game. And then... It was the highest rated TV game of the week. So that is uh, your Taylor Swift effect. And then one more thing, and then we're out of here. This is uh, me dodging things from family obligations. So apple picking, corn maze, date night, yard work in the fall. You got to be like the Matrix and get out there and dodge <laughs> all those bullets so you can watch some football. But for Joe Danier... My name is Justin Coffin. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Go Browns. Go Penguins. Buckeyes are off this weekend. Uh, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. we got two more YSU football players coming in. And, yeah, we actually have two huge shows next week. I'll share that out on social media. Make sure to follow Youngstown Studio, the 330 Sports Show. And we appreciate you guys. Everybody have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to this show on Youngstown Studio. If you like our programming, we invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow our Facebook page, or subscribe to your favorite podcast platform like iTunes or Spotify. This is Original Youngstown.